Welcome to the Miles Bar Podcast. We're your hosts. My name's Guggen. And I'm Jess. The Mandalorian Season 2 is out now. Last year, we did a weekly recap. And, you know, after this, we were, you know, we were really anticipating Season 2 to drop. And I remember in the beginning, I was like, kind of like counting down the days. And then everything happened. And I kind of lost track. And then early October when I saw the ad that like, Hey, season two's coming out. I was like, Oh shit. And you know, it was a nice recap that they did in the beginning of the first episode where they kind of told you everything that happened in season one. So what was your anticipation going into season two? Honestly, um, I thought it was going to be pretty much, I was, this is what I was hoping it was going to be kind of just a continuation of what the last season was. Like, that show is kind of cool. Like, the, like, a lot of people don't like that. Like, but it's literally like a spaghetti western, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, as we get into it, I'll, we'll talk some more. Because, like, everybody's talking about, like, well, he just goes into a town. And then he does something. and does some tasks. And, like, well, yeah, that's, that's like, that's the fucking point, right? <laughs> like, and so when this season was coming up, like, just that, I think. I was more excited just for more episodes. I think a lot of people are kind of like more on the side of what the story is going to be, like who's Baby Yoda. Like I don't really care. Like I don't like the more we found out, I shit like that. I think the more it comes closer to wrapping up. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, we don't want this to wrap, especially now with like so, fucking entertainment so scarce. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I was looking for. I was just looking forward to more. Mandalorian having episodes. more yeah having more cool Star Wars content you know um yeah. Disney Plus is finally getting used again after leaving it the fuck alone for like a year um bro seriously what else is there on Disney Plus I don't know man I'm waiting for the Marvel stuff I think that's that'll be dope but yeah until then I don't oh, yeah. really watch any of the other stuff um but so you know the the first two episodes came out and we we were kind of getting around to making a review but it was i think you know like the, some of the complaints that people had uh last year were there was some filler episodes where you know i think people like you mentioned people really just want to know what's going on baby yoda blah 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 it's like i i agree with you 100 percent. like they're telling a story so it's going to be drawn out. We're literally just getting into the second season now. But the first, you know, episode, he goes on to Tatooine. And what, what what's the guy that we see that who's dressed as a Boba Fett? What's his name? Yeah, the Marshal. And, you know, he strolls into town. Uh, the lady with the robots is like, hey, you know there's more of your kind and we find out you know and you know it it didn't progress the story much that was more so like how you described um you know he rolls into town and does some stuff were you expecting some more for like the first episode of the season you know what i was expecting at least like and this is kind of like a U-turn from what I just fucking said like ten minutes ago. So like I, I flip flop a lot. You uh, do get used to it. 
No, you don't. You no, don't. But, you're not. No, here's really the thing. Like, I'm still. I'm happy with the episode I got. Like I told you, I don't care. I just want more episodes. But yeah, like I thought it would kind of like get a little bit of more. Um, you, you'd kind of it would go further than it did go. It kind of like it didn't. You know how the story like, in the look, first episodes, like first episode it, I don't of think the, the story season progresses usually. at all. But you do get. It's cool if you keep an eye out for. There's little neat shit that I think John Darrell like he's in charge of putting all this stuff together that he's done. And right in the beginning when he's at that um, fight club when he's trying to get the information, if you notice, uh, one of the people that he beats up or that, like, he's jumping, that's kind of from Darth Maul's uh, race of oh. people. And then, like, there's just other, like, so much neat little stuff. Like, and, like, you kind of get the story development when he comes back onto Tatooine. And, um, he lets the droids start fixing his shit up. Like, yeah. in the last season where he hated droids and because of that whole... So I think there is little trinkets in there that does, like, develop. Like, that's what they're doing. Yeah, they might not be progressing the story, like, right away or, like, telling us more as we go. But they're still, I think they're doing such a good job of etching out Mando. And and you see, like, the character development as the season's, prog- uh, you know, it's the second season now. And then. Yeah. And this it picks is just... up right, right after the end of the first episode. Or, like, right after season two. It picks up kind of, like, right after. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there hasn't been any time that really went by. Timothy Olyphant's, uh so how did you like his Marshall character? I thought he did great. You know, once I saw him, I thought he looked cool. He sounded cool. He did a good job. There was just one part which kind of cracked me up about him. It's like... Cobb in... Van. That was his name. Cobb Van. Yeah. It's it's the flashback that he's having of, you know, when the Empire goes down and something like the other people come in and shoot up everybody in the bar. When he's like running out of there, he's like jumping off like like two steps. It doesn't seem like you would need to fall down for that. He like just <laughs> he just it, that, that that part cracked me up. But other than that, I, th- I thought he was good. You know, like it was it was pretty badass, like his little story of. uh you know, uh, getting the armor like that and then, you know, using that really to kind of look out for his town. Dude, you mentioned it's good to have good quality content. Like, this is a Star Wars, like, TV show, essentially. And, like, the effects that we have in it are better than most movies. Uh, oh, what the was dragon? That? The dragon was yeah. neat, right? The yeah. The great dragon like, was, like... Bro, it looked like so much, like, for a TV show, the amount of detail. Yeah, the like... Dragon. And not just, like, how it looked, even the sound effects, I think, when he comes in and you hear, like, fucking, it's kind of, like, Godzilla-esque. I thought that was yeah. pretty neat. And then, you know, it, it really is, like, hey, get the town together. We got to go kill this thing. People putting their uh, differences aside, you know, with the town people and then those other guys that use sign language. Um so I thought that was pretty cool, and you know, at the end of the, the at the end of the episode, we get as as Mando gets you know Boba Fett's armor and is heading off. So, so did you know another thing? Uh, to go back a little to when he, you know they defeat the dragon and that shit. Um, did you like that like homage to Star Wars when he shoots his jetpack and he flies off? <laughs> I don't know if you noticed yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he's like when when he's holding like one of the guys is holding Baby Yoda. 
like hostage with like a knife at his throat. Yeah. And he's like, I want your jetpack. He's like, here you go. Oh, no, no, not, not that. Even at the end of the, in the, at the first episode, this was the first episode where, um, where the marshal, like when he kind of pushes him away to fight the crate dragon, he shoots him in the jetpack, and then the jet, and then he like, oh. flies off. That's kind of like a throwback to Han shooting um, Boba Fett in the jetpack when he fell into the crate dragon's pit. The Sarlacc pit, yeah, no, cool. The nice. I mean the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, and then we see at the end that mm-hmm. Boba Fett's alive, and you know, I thought I thought it would kind of pick up there in in the beginning of yep for the second episode but you know we leave tatooine and um when so the second episode picks up where he's getting ready to leave right and then the frog lady passenger yeah so that's basically when um he like goes back to find what's her name i think her name is pelimoto so she's uh gambling with that person she goes well you know he knows where there's more mandalorians and stuff and and she goes, he'll do it for free. But then, you know, he has to give passage to the frog lady. Who Seems like everybody cute. knows where there's more Mandalorians. Except yeah, Mando. except for fucking Mando, right? Like, damn, bro. <laughs> you guys need to, like, make a group or something. Yeah, like, like a group chat. chat. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Ep- I-, I-, I would say about episode two, it's probably been one of my least favorite of seasons one and two you know what um there was part it was the the whole they make it so important where you can't go into hyperdrive otherwise the eggs are gonna die you need to transport there she has the last of her species in there and i get it you make the joke about baby yoda eating an egg (laughs) and yeah this episode really made me dislike baby yoda he looked like a little asshole like he just wouldn't stop eating the eggs yeah and you know as as far as what we talked about story really doesn't get progressed at all um you know i, it, it I thought the spider stuff and, was neat yeah it was so, neat but what is your, yeah you know, so basically in this one what in episode two when it recaps it so he has to give this frog lady passage and then she'll tell him where more mandalorians are on that planet and then they can't jump into hyperspace because of the eggs and the X, they run the X fighters with the runs. And then they land in the cave. Like it kind of shifted from like, it had like a little bit of a horror t- tune. I yeah, think. It, it, it was like it, it, in the animated <laughs> series, there's an episode that's a little similar to this where two characters get stuck in like a cave um, in Star Wars Rebels. And then I think they said the spiders were kind of from like a concept art in like one of the original i think it was in is it empire i think it was supposed to be they were designed for the empire star uh strikes back yeah where they're in the snow yeah so i thought all of that was cool um but like i said it was that's essentially the episode um they don't even get to the planet. It, it ends with them in space. So, and then, like I said, it made this episode made me dislike Baby Yoda, and nothing happened. The the fact that like it stacked, kind of you know with 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 episode one not much happening and then episode two not happening was a little weird. Uh, start to the the season two here. I'll give you that. 
And yeah, I felt like so, this one, even for being a filler episode, it kind of didn't, like, he didn't really, like, yeah, he had the task of getting out of there, but it was kind of, like, just him stuck in there and then fighting the king. Um, stuff, fighting those spider things, but... If they're so important, why are you putting them in a different part of the ship, lady? Right. Um, I think at the end she wasn't, though, because she was, like, looking at Yoda, like, this thing's like, trying to probably eat him. Yo, he's yeah, and then he still had, light. like, one left. Yeah, and then like Yoda's like fucking eyeing the eggs. Yeah, that was kind of weird, right? Like he needed this beat. she needed that to live and he was like eating her like unfertilized eggs. Yeah. And then so or, or I'm ready to move on to episode three because that's probably the one where the most stuff happened and we got introduced to a few new characters and stuff like that. Yeah, episode three was like Finally, so he does. They get to the they get to the planet where the frog lady he delivers her to her husband, and then he mm-hmm. um, leads him to I don't know what that dude's race is. He like he reminds me of um, species species of that of um, pirates of the Caribbean. I yeah, guess. and they're in a boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're spot on with that. He does look like that guy. What was his name? I forget his name. I wasn't a big Pirates fan. Not Davy yeah. Jones, is it? Was it Davy Jones? Possibly, yes. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, they. It's Mando is essentially wearing like the most val one of the most valuable things. One of the they're most valuable Corin. things in the galaxy, where people. Like, countless people have now been like, all right, we're going to get his best car. We're going to get his best car. And he's just, like, stunting it everywhere. It's like, bro, like, you you're putting care, a man. target on your back. <laughs> so that's essentially what they did. He gets the rug pulled out from under him again. Like, hey, this guy can lead you to Mandalorian's psych. They punt Baby Yoda into into the... It's the like a, a, a Sarlacc pit kind of thing, yeah. yeah. So it's and a mama he, core. Yeah, he dives in right after him, and then things are looking grim for old Mando and Baby Yodi, and then boom. The arrival of the other Mandalorians. Bo-Katan. So what did you think of Bo-Katan? Did you watch the other I, series? I, I never watched Clone Wars, so she actually did the voice for Bo-Katan in the Clone Wars series, and uh, it's cool, you know, that you get to see her play. I forget... What's her name? She 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 was also in Stargate for a long time. She's 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 a really good like badass actress. Katie, um, Sackoffs. Yeah, there you go, Sackoff. Um, and then also WWE's own Sasha Banks. Uh, she's also one of the characters on there. So what are they called? Are they called the Night Owls? Uh, I think uh, weren't I remember they were like. She was a part of the Death Watch. I don't know if that's yeah. still. So now they they just call it the Watch because they think yeah. the Death Watch sounds a little aggressive. But uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks, Sasha Sasha Banks' character and then the guy uh, were new characters in this series. But Bo-Katan obviously carries over from the Clone Wars. So when Bo-Katan looks at Baby Yoda, she knows exactly what he is because apparently in the Clone Wars series, you know, she's interacted with Yoda. Uh, do you have some more info on, on Bo-Katan? She's like um, the heir apparent ruler of Mandalore. 
And that's what, you know, they're kind of trying to get to do uh, is, you know, bring the rule back over to Mandalore. And then, you know, we see some stuff you know right what? away. Oh, like we find out some stuff team. about, yeah, we find out some stuff about Mando right away where they remove their helmets like it's nothing. And then he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, yeah, oh, you're she part pretty of much tells cult. him, hey, you're part of like an extremist cult. Yeah. <laughs> Mandalorians are like jihadists. Which I can see that because if you think about like how the armorer and stuff is, like it makes sense because Bo-Katan and these guys look like pretty ordinary (laughs) compared to. She's like, hey, Mando, I was actually born on Mandalore, so don't come at me like I'm not a Mandalorian. Yeah, that was that was kind of funny. He's like, what? No, there's only one way, and then he flies off. And yeah. they don't give up though. When they came back, it was pretty badass, and they like shoot those other calamari looking fish thing. Yeah, it was badass when he's like, she's like, he uh, he didn't kill your brother, I did. Damn. So you know, and then after that, they sit down and chit chat and kind of give him the skinny, and you know, it here we go again, Mando. But that's that's the thing of the show. Like, hey, Mando, do this with us, and then you know we'll give you more information. That's how you further the story i thought that was awesome so there's a mission they got to do take down uh like this empire ship that's carrying weapons um and before we get into that do you think do you think bo is gonna get uh her own series i i think it was new rock stars that i was watching or emergency awesome where they were talking about a bo series potentially Probably cool. I think instead of just trying to intrude onto this story, like you want to see more of that, but like you said, like it, it, you don't want to just keep having. They can't keep doing the same thing over and over. So her having like her own little series. Yeah, I think. Bit, yeah, that would be that would also be a bigger kind of series, you know, because this one's more singular. It's Mando getting Baby Yoda with his kind, and that one would be more so kind of around the Mandalorians trying to take their get their planet back. Um, and, you know, she knows all about the Darksaber and Moff Gideon makes an appearance for the first time in Season 2 in this episode. Ruthless as fuck as ever. And speaking of Moff Gideon, you see him at the end of the episode in this one when... So basically, same thing. They tell Mando the same thing. Yeah, we'll tell you where to go with the baby, but you gotta do something. You gotta do this task. You know? So... Obviously, Mando complies. He leaves the baby Yoda with like the, the frogs. frogs. Yeah. And their new baby. And then after, so they take down the ship that, um, it's like an Imperial ship, right? Um, with weapons and all that stuff. And you see Mokadin at the end. He pretty much tells them to like fuck off. <laughs> he goes, I'm not going to give you any backup at all. Like it's kind of just showing more of how much of this character is kind of like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like kind of. You know, he's like, we're, we're going to need backup. He goes, well, they already compromised the ship and everything. Yeah, because the captain's main plan was we'll take them back, like lock them in here. We'll take them back uh, to where our main people are. And, you know, that's it. We'll get them. And then Moff Gideon's like, oh, no, bitch. You're not bringing them over here. You know what to do. And that apparently means taking the ship, nosediving it into the ocean. Exactly. So this kind of, and then it's, she's after the dark saber, pretty much. So the dark saber is, you know, um, it's an ancient, unique, like it's 
it's like this black bladed lightsaber is created by I think it was Tara Visla. Um the and that was the first Mandalorian ever inducted into the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. So that's what like the unique history of the lightsaber is it was kept in like dark a Jedi saber. temple. Yeah, Dark Saber, sorry. And then so, you know, in the Clone Wars and all that and the past Bo Katan towards the end, you was seeing she was given the lightsaber by Sabine. Um because she was going to be like the rightful person to read to lead the Mandalorians against the Empire, so you can tell she wants it. She so she's lost it, and it somehow came up in the possession of Moff Gideon. And, and then, and then the Empire has just gone down, and Moff Gideon has probably the most, like one of the strongest weapons in the galaxy, and that's why he's trying to pick up the remnants of the Empire. So this episode really did further the story with you know, kind of giving a little bit more. Uh, over like you know showing what's going on with Moff Gideon and you know we thought it would be kind of Moff Gideon well Moff Gideon's after Yoda and now Bo-Katan's after Moff Gideon and Mando and like Baby a Yoda Mexican are, standoff yeah and then Mando and Baby Yoda are kind of trying to avoid Moff Gideon so you know everybody's paths are going to cross eventually so it, the, the the episode towards the end you know, Mando finally knows, you know, when, when, when we first heard, like, take him to your kind, you know, what was the armor talking about taking baby Yoda to more of the Yoda species? It's more so now take him to his kind is take him to the other Jedi. And we finally, you know, we hear from Bo-Katan, like, take him to whatever planet for Ahsoka. And Ahsoka is going to be making her live action Star Wars debut, um, She's a character from the Clone Wars. She used to be the apprentice of Anakin. I never watched the Clone Wars, but I heard she was initially kind of annoying. But, you know, she was also in Star Wars Rebels. I thought she was pretty badass in there, the limited time that she had in there. And then she's going to be played by Rosario Dawson. So will she be coming up next week or a little bit later on in the season? That's, you know, we'll kind of see. But uh, she's got a pretty cool look, and I'm just... Kind of curious to see how they're going to pull it off um, in a live, you know, action series. Yeah. If they just keep her like how she looks, that looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, they made uh, Bogotan pretty similar and it worked. So you never know. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, any closing thoughts on the Mandalorian? I think we got a, like maybe one or two things that we could talk about other than that. No, I think uh, so far it's been cool. It's been good, man. It's just been more like it's cool to just have episodes of that, dude. Yeah, it's that's, like that's the biggest thing. Biggest, yeah, something to watch. How many episodes are in this season? Um. I'm so used to where it's just Netflix and you have the whole damn episode. Yeah, week, no, actually right? having to wait. Jamie, why don't we pull up how many episodes of Mandalorian? He would he would have he would have pulled it up by now. Shut the fuck up. Uh, All right. It's your clicky ass fucking keyboard. <laughs> like what do you I'm ready an essay. What do you have? A typewriter? It's very look. This whole operation, they're very, very underfunded. Yeah, 
and under motivated. Yeah, man. He definitely would have known. Because I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Good try. <laughs> uh, but I think, you know, the, the other podcasts we'll be making are going to be kind of similar to this. Instead of about a set of a episode weekly recap, it might be, you know, more just a couple episodes. Because, honestly, I don't know. I wasn't very compelled to talk about the first. Eight. So we're three in. So we got five left uh, in this season. So let's see, you know, how it goes. And like, you know, I I, I might seem a little unfairly critical, you know, especially when you mentioned how there's literally nothing else right now. There's no movies and theaters or anything like that. And, you know, we're getting nice weekly content of this, Um, you know, so I like you mentioned, I do appreciate, you know, having this as well. Um, And, you know, what? On the topic of movies, a movie that should have came out, I think, in, like, August. But now they're finally talking about releasing it um, kind of split. It's going to be in movie theaters and on HBO Max. It's Wonder Woman 1984. Um, any excitement or enthusiasm? What do you think about this? Like, I, I think we talked a little bit about this earlier in the day. Like, I kind of, you know, it's I, I wouldn't say I feel... I do kind of feel bad for the movie theaters, man. Like some of these, some of these movies, uh, you know, the studios were kind of penciling in to make almost a billion dollars. And then now who knows how much it's going to end up making. And they're kind of just trying to salvage it. What do you think about Wonder Woman 1984 coming out on HBO Max and partially in theaters as well? Yeah, but it's definitely going to, it's not going to be the same thing. It's going to get bootlegged right away probably. Yeah. And then everything's going back into shutdown. It's been a fucking, it's been a terrible year for everything, not just Hollywood and movies and shit. But yeah, and it came out. Shows you the repercussions of everything that's happened so far. Um, and it's crazy because you know we've been waiting for it, we're anticipating. Doesn't it kind of make it like, like you're not as excited for it anymore? Yeah, like Tenant. Uh, we were so pumped for Tenant, and I don't know, man. And especially a Nolan movie, especially like a superhero movie like Wonder Woman. And you like, can't not watch a Nolan film unless you're in like you need it. A Nolan, if, if his film, his fucking love for IMAX cameras. Yeah, it's just he's got weird. the biggest. Like, he's got yeah, he's got the biggest. Got like the boner biggest fucking boner. <laughs> it's just like oh, IMAX cameras. <laughs> like, like get yourself together, Christopher. I know, but um, you gotta watch that shit. You can't like it's not the same thing. Um, you've seen Inception and IMAX. You've seen Dark. Knight. We've seen pretty much all of his Dark Knight, and Dark Knight yeah. Rises, um, Interstellar, even the newest ones. That just so it's like not having that venue and that experience and kind of robs. So like I knew the theaters around here weren't open, and I wasn't going to be able to see it. And they, I think they should do a re-release of that in IMAX once yeah. all this shit's calmed down. I- I, I think, you know, I, I think that's a good point you bring up. I think once all this shit does calm down, some of these movies will be kind of, they, they might be getting another life. But, you know, it's never going to be like what it was, which is the bummer. And I think, you know, they, they Marvel was asked, like, or, you know, people were like, oh, since this is happening with Wonder Woman, like, Marvel should do that with uh, Black Widow releasing it on Disney+. Plus. And I think what came out is, like, Marvel doesn't have any plans for that. It's like, Marvel's like, we make a billion dollars. The thing is, I think they tried that shit with um, Mulan. Disney, or he tried that shit with Mulan and it didn't, yeah. you know, it didn't work. Like, 
how they expected it to. Same thing. It was bootlegged. It was fucking everywhere. And, and Black and Widow funny. is one of the biggest properties they have, you know? Yeah. So, it, again, it, kind of just ending a, it on a... It's just a new normal. And yeah. all, ending it on a fucking somber ass. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's that's how this podcast is. We want to we wanna fucking drag you down. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm kidding. That's Guggen's motives. That might... <laughs> um, I think that'll do it for this week, then. You know, um, or something. No, it ended up on like a lighter tone. What another thing that's good? You getting the PlayStation funny. Five? No, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> they only. <laughs> oh man, like like a fucking clown. Three times <laughs> that one day, like I get a like. Oh, all right, okay, it's gonna be twelve, and then it was like three, three, and then six, and then, and then six, nine. And... Each time, uh-huh. okay, reload. The closest I got to is like I got into my cart, put my information in, and then that Ooh. deer, that, that deer. It's a bitch-ass dog with like reindeer antlers on it. Yeah, oh, man. I, why, bro? Like, why did PS5 make like 10 consoles for each state? For <laughs> like what kind of sick fucking game, Sony? What kind? And then of Walmart sick fucking just fucking game? with us. And then like apparently, like I can't get one of these motherfuckers, but like everybody on the Facebook market selling one for a thousand bucks. Like, fuck. Yeah. Well, what was the what was lighter tone you wanted to end on? <laughs> um, Kevin Hart has this new special on Netflix. That's just pretty funny if you guys haven't Is it out? Checked it out. Yeah. It it's is out, out Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, he does it from so his own cool. house. Yeah, hey, he did it from it his own his house. Room. Out of his living room. And that, like, check it out if you haven't. We'll kind of talk about it. hasn't seen it. We'll talk about it a little bit on the next episode. We'll probably be dropping another podcast episode maybe sometime in the next month. Or you know what they say, year. when you're starting a podcast or making a podcast, the key is consistency. And that like, is, consistency is the key. Yeah, and that is one thing that we do not do. So, um, But we're know, consistently not consistent, so... That counts. Yeah, that counts. So, you know, that hope counts. you're staying safe out there. Um, and, you know, just, just be careful these next couple months. If we don't make months, anything before uh, next week... Happy Thanksgiving to you and your loved ones. Stay Happy safe. Christmas listening, as well, just in case. I know. Fuck it. Happy Chinese New Year. <laughs> all the way up in way. April. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for Justin Guggen on this episode of Miles Apart Podcast. See you again soon. Until then.